Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse podcast, where we always have such sites to show you. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G., where you can always find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Always trying to branch out to new horizons. I am coming to you on a solo episode, Through the Fire and Through the Flames, if I may tell you. This week was a week of, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong. And that's okay, because in this particular type of business, these things happen. So for the next couple of weeks, the audio quality may not be the same. You may hear some differences, but trust and believe that we shall rise like the mighty phoenix, uh, like Jean Grey, I would say, mostly like Jean Grey. So for this week, I'm going to just go right into my week and tell you what's been going on. Yes, so for this week, it's been a very slow week, actually, in regards to getting things going um, in that sense, meaning finding things to actually get around to. I played a lot more Injustice on PS4. There were some really good multiverse uh, options that I was able to utilize for a lot of my characters. Level Cyborg a bit more. He's kind of a fun character. Played a lot of Atrocitus, too. Uh, that character seems to be very, very fun. So I'm going to think I'm going to dig a bit more into Atrocitus. And for those who don't know who that is, he's the leader of the Red Lanterns, a sect of Lantern Corps that doesn't rely on willpower, but they rely on rage and anger. One thing I love about the Lantern Corps is that for each st- strong emotion, there's a core to, res- to represent it. Um, don't want to go too de- too much into detail about it. Just know it's cool. I also got to watch a movie called Art of the Steel, uh, as in to steal something, not as Art of Steel. That sounds like a kung fu movie. I was watching that on Amazon Prime this past weekend. It was pretty good. It had Matt Dillon, uh, Kurt Russell, and a few more actors in it. It was a good heist movie. It kind of reminded me a lot of a mix of like Fargo and Ocean's Eleven. So if you're into heist movies, I would definitely check it out. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. So go ahead and check that out. Definitely played a bit more Kingdom Hearts Collection. I'm actually all the way, not all the way, but I'm a little bit further, all the way to uh, the Tarzan level. So I'm very interested to remember how to beat that stage. It's all a bit of trying to remember from playing a game back on the PS2 era. That's PlayStation 2 for those who don't know the lingo. Uh, So that game is really fun. I have so much so far to go in that entire collection. Really excited to knock those out and stream a bit of those as well. And to wrap up my week, I actually 
watch the original Friday the 13th, which is actually one of my favorite horror films of all time because of the misdirection. And watching these movies, I mentioned in podcasts earlier, watching movies like this, now as an adult, you see things in different perspectives. You see how much of a knucklehead the uh, the actual campers were. You kind of empathize for Miss Voorhees. Spoiler alert, she's the killer. And it's a very, I would say, it's a very good critique back then on Vice Proceeds, Slice and Dice, which is usually what they say in regards to those slasher movies of the 70s and 80s that kind of went into the 90s a little bit with Scream. So if you just if that's one of those movies you just haven't come around to seeing, the very first uh, Friday the 13th, I would definitely check it out because it stands up very well. And it's one of those films that you can watch a couple times and see little things differently. Uh, Tom Savini does the gore work on that one, I believe. And, of course, it's top-notch. Yes, he does, because there's an actual outtake where I don't want to spoil the end of the movie, but it's something that he worked on. So I would definitely check that out. So that's pretty much my week. I kept it real simple this week. I'm not going to go into how all my equipment just died on me, and I'm pretty much recording from a bunker at the end of the world right now, but that's fine. I'm just going to mention it happened. That's totally cool. These things happen. But I have things set in motion that my systems are going to be better than ever. That being said, I am very happy to be distracted and amused by this week's news. On to the news as we march on to a beautiful and glorious era where we have to talk to our ant overlords to give us sweet, sweet sugar and and in province, so much province. So what happened this week? I'm just going to go down my list here about the articles that I cared about and just give a little information on each one to kind of go over those. So this week, we got the news that Daniel Craig is indeed going to return for James Bond 25. Wow, the movie has had 25 sequels. That's just crazy to think about in retrospect. 25 is, I mean, Marvel's catching up, but Marvel's been chugging these out three a year, every year for like 10 years. And to think like James Bond has had so many iterations, so many different actors, so many approaches. And the reason I wanted to bring this one up is because Daniel Craig has been kind of hit or miss as a James Bond, in a lot of people's opinion. Uh, My favorite one of his is Casino Royale, which is his first one, funny enough, but that's my favorite. So I can see why people are kind of mixed, have mixed feelings about him returning for the 25th film. Maybe this will be his redemption film. Maybe he'll close this out as his quadrilogy at this point. I think he's done three already. So I'm really interested to see how this goes. And speaking of seeing how things go, Marvel Comics has announced its lineup for the Avengers of 1 million B.C.? Okay, follow me here. I don't know much about it. I just saw a picture of characters that they're going to be telling the story of the, I guess, the pro-Magnum Man Avengers. And the reason I bring this up is because the lineup is com- completely nuts on this, on this Avengers team. Uh, we have the original Agamotto, and those who aren't familiar, Agamotto is named after the, the Eye of Agamotto that Dr. Strange wields. We have a Iron Fist back in... I want to say 1 billion B.C., that sounds a bit far-fetched, but I guess that energy has to come from somewhere. 
we have a we have a phoenix wielder, meaning like the dark phoenix. So there's a redhead, a caveman redhead running around with the phoenix force. There's Odin, you know, the all father, as part of this team. There's a black panther from that from uh, one billion BC. That's got to be crazy. And there's a ghost rider riding a flaming skeletonized mammoth. Ghost riders riding a flaming woolly mammoth that's on that's just a skeleton face i'm gonna buy the book just on that i just want to draw that uh, just i have to draw that at some point i don't know what the storyline is going to be with this many heavy hitters i don't know what the threat could be like oh is it galactus i would love to see like a 1 billion bc galactus and what that would look like or maybe some of the older like immortals uh the eternals maybe very curious on this Storyline, so we'll see where that goes. And in other news, we actually found out that Walmart canceled its uh, Super Nintendo Classic pre-orders. And the reason I bring this up because I hate Nintendo in the way that they actually stock their hardware. It's always an issue with them. This is the reason why I don't have a Switch now. It's the reason why I didn't get an NES Classic. And I'm not going to get an SNES Classic unless I want to stand in line at Best Buy at 3 o'clock in the morning elbowing people for room and space because they always understock their inventory. It's the most annoying thing in the world. And they do it to glamorize the actual item. But all it does is piss people off because we can't get the thing we want because you want it to be sensationalized. So would I want an SNES Classic? A SNES Classic? Of course I would. The thing looks cool. I wanted a NES Classic. Something you can carry around in your bag and just start playing video games wherever you want. You're stuck at Grandma's house while she's cooking and you're bored out your skull. Just plug it into the TV. You're good to go. I mean, you're uh, you're out and about and there's like a monitor somewhere, like at a party or a club. Just plug it up. Let's let's go. So I can see the, the interest there. I just hate the way that they, their practices are. I wish they would change it. I really, 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 really do. Uh, this is one thing that came later in the week. It actually aired this Monday, but since the podcast was late, it gave me some time to catch up on some things that I normally wouldn't have spoken about. And this one really gets my goat, as it were, is Zazie Beetz, which is an actress, uh, is they did her first introduction as Domino in Deadpool 2. And for those who don't know who Domino is. She's a X-Men character that's been around since the 90s, I want to say. Has a very distinct look. Um, Domino, she's usually an assassin, black leather, pasty white skin with a with a Domino, half a Domino mask over her right eye, I want to, want to say. Standard kind of pale Anglo-Saxon, you know, individual, which is fine. But for this film, they've hired Zazie Beetz, who's an African-American actress, uh, to play the role. And the backlash that I've seen about this new character design is borderline disgusting. I mean, it very it irritates me a lot because, one, it's okay to change these characters around. I mean, they're... I mean, Everything's up for, art isn't up for interpretation, just across the board. 
you want to kind of put your own spin on things. Not everything can be comic book accurate because sometimes it just looks silly. And sometimes you need, and sometimes it's good to have diversity with these characters. Nothing set in stone. These are interpretations of the character, fictional characters, as Ben Affleck would say. So pretty much she's African-American, right? So they give her a big afro, kind of like a foxy Cleopatra, foxy brown afro. Her black uh, domino mask is looks more like, it's, it's like a white pigmentation, almost like vitiligo over that eye, which I think is a brilliant idea because it goes into her mutation. And it's an inversion of the costume because the original character, the canon quote-unquote character, is pasty white with a black domino. Our character is black with a white domino. That's that's it just writes itself. It's so damn smart. And comments have gone from all across the board. I would just say it's racist, but it's not just racist because we have everyone across the sun knocking this design and not giving it a second thought. I say one, you haven't seen the character in action. Two, it's totally fine to change things things up. How when did Wolverine ever wear his yellow and blue costume? When did Cyclops wear his blue and yellow costume? I mean, this never happened. And I mean, until very recently in X-Men Apocalypse, they actually had these things kind of slightly resemble their canon look. But Fox has never really been in the business to have their characters look comic book accurate. Everyone was so up in arms when X-Men first came out way back when, and they were wearing those black leather outfits, and everyone was saying, that doesn't look like Wolverine, that doesn't look like Storm, these outfits are dumb. And it ended up being one of the most quintessential comic book films of all time. So to everybody, I just want to take, tell them to take a second, breathe, and shut the fuck up. That's my one F-bomb for the show today. Uh, speaking of bombs... <laughs> Joe Magniello is being coy about whether or not he's still being Deathstroke in The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. And it's funny that he's mentioning this, or he's trying not to mention it, because he don't know. I mean, these things are so tight-lipped and up in the air. I mean, Tom Holland doesn't even know who the villain is in, Sp in Avengers Infinity War. I mean, they, they keep it so close to the vest. He don't know. He's hoping he still has a job. And I got, you know, I hope him hope the best because he's, he's a decent actor. He has a good look to him. He needs to be in something. But if, he, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I just want to touch on that really quickly. And actually, speaking of things not meant to being, uh, for Final Fantasy XV, I find this bit of news interesting. They actually re released their, a new DLC costumes for the four characters. Originally, the costumes were supposed to look like Saban's Power Rangers, our kind of Power Ranger light, you know, the different color for each character, kind of looking like the Sentai look. But then the owner of Power Rangers, whose well-known shitbag, Haim Saban, got up all up in arms and went to sue uh, Square Enix for it. So they were like, okay, we'll just change it up. And they actually changed the costumes to look cooler, in my opinion, and now these guys are running around looking like a bunch of Givers. And for those who don't know, uh, Bio Armor Giver is an anime. It was a film. Look it up if you, if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Look it up. You would not be. You would not. Be, you would not be upset. 
Guyver is awesome. The Guyver is one of those characters I wish had a, revi- a revival on some level. Uh, okay, if it's anime, film, comic book, the Guyver is awesome. But I digress. It's interesting how people will bow to the whims of madmen if they throw a little bit of money around and see Square Enix do that. It's both disappointing, but at the same time, understandable. So I can't really knock it too bad. And that's fine. You know, it's absolutely fine. Uh, going back to some news that I spoke of about a week ago, the character Doom Fist from Overwatch was actually released in playable, and I had a chance to get some hands-on playtime with Doom Fist, even though it was very hard to get in with him because everybody wanted to play him. But I, the character feels pretty fluid. I like it. He's a, he's more of a melee character, hence the Doom Fist. It makes it really fun to play with him. He bounces around another African-American character in a very diverse game, which I think is cool. And if there's anyone out there who's thinking about playing Overwatch, it's the game has a very low entry. You can pretty much play the game however you want. There's a, there's a character for every play style you could possibly want. And I'm not here to shill Overwatch if you have the ability to play it. Check it out. It's not. I don't think it's free just yet, but I think it's on its way too. Actually, I think the game is still like 60 bucks by itself because they're getting that money ever so quickly. Uh, so speaking of getting money and cashing out, Fox is reporting, reportedly looking to once again reboot the Alien franchise after the failure of Alien Covenant and base it in a, in a further future that the Alien franchise has seen. And I have a ton of questions about this, first of all. Uh, wasn't Prometheus and Alien Covenant supposed to be a reboot of the series? And I guess they, because Covenant did so bad, they're actually, they, they consider it a failure. And so their idea is not to let the franchise breathe, but to immediately back it up with another reboot with completely different characters and just to tank all of that work that really Scott did. And I'm not saying it's great work. I didn't like Prometheus and I didn't like Covenant. You know, but you know, at least finish what's eat what's on your plate. If you know, let this man finish his trilogy. You know, let him get his 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 work his thoughts across. You know what I mean? Let him finish what he started. But that's fine. I mean, these companies need to make money, and they need to do it in a certain way. So I'm all for that. I guess it's totally fine. And that's going to do it for the news this week. The news. Now, here's the section where I ask for questions and answers. Um, send me questions. Please visit my website. That's another big announcement I wanted to put on the podcast on my website, mastersofthenerdiversecast.com. Visit my website. Please give it love. Check it out. There's a place where you can ask questions from there. You can visit my YouTube channel. You can visit my SoundCloud. You can watch my videos. And you can learn a bit more about me. So I definitely encourage you to go to my website, Masters of the NerdiverseCast.com. And also, if you're so inclined, you can shoot me an email. Ask me a question that way at Masters of the NerdiverseCast at gmail.com. And I'm going to repeat that for you because I'm that nice of a guy. Masters of the NerdiverseCast at gmail.com. So please send me questions. I'm an open book. I'll answer anything you want unless I don't want to answer it. Yeah, that's how that sounds. So in closing, I just wanted to go over some things I'm looking forward to. Want to play some more Kingdom Hearts down the road. Uh, definitely going to be off and on on that all week. 
I want to go see Dark Tower because I'm a huge Stephen King fan and I'm kind of interested to see what they do with it. It looks very cheesy, in my opinion, from the commercials. But sometimes these commercials are cut certain ways and it doesn't always come across what the actual finished product is. So we'll see. I'm kind of interested in seeing that. Definitely looking to get a steady co-host, um, someone who's going to be on with me every week. And that's always going to be like my, that's my big next big thing is to get someone, find someone who has some uh, vocal, you know, like just a vocal, I would say, that's drawn to it. You know, like I I never take, I haven't taken vocal classes, and but I'm passionate about this. And I just want to find someone who's equally as passionate as me. So that's what I'm looking for right now. As well as have more new guest hosts on as well. Definitely want to have a guest host and keep these solo episodes to a minimum. So that's my plan, at least. And that's what I'm going to go through. Uh, definitely want to do more artwork. Um, definitely. I'm an artist at my heart. So having a podcast is an excuse to do more really good artwork for the podcast. Hope you like this week's artwork. It's a bit different, but I really fell in love with it once it was completed. And that's about it for my show. I just want to thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for being a part of this journey that I've taken on, um, rain or shine, um, to bring you my point of view on these things and share one point of view from one master of the, of the Nerdiverse to another. Like, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And please feel free to leave a like, comment, or subscribe on any of those channels that you happen to come across my little old podcast. And please send me a follow on Twitter. That's at mnerdiverse. That's M-N and then the rest of the word nerdiverse. I have been your host, Mike G. Thanking you for stopping by and always asking you to go that one step beyond. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.